Let's go to Acts chapter 1. This is getting crazy. And I was just thinking. Huh? I was just thinking when, when Holy Father does pass away, we should bury him with his new Bible so we'll have it really for all eternity. You say, I should have gotten the Bible out. I finally did it. I had a really bad night. I, I, uh, wasn't going to come, and then I decided I better come. <coughs> Remember the that the the book of Acts was a seminal point that Luke. There were all all these kinds of weird doctrines that had developed. And Luke's job was to set everybody straight and get rid of all of the, you know, all these little things about Jesus. When he was a little boy, he formed a a, a, a dove out of a, some, or, and they blew on it. But, I mean, it's just these these these. I don't even know what to call them, but they're just ridiculous issues of um, these first the first few decades of the church was um, immediately people it was changed people changed it because they didn't see there's only one there's no private interpretation of scripture and then we read last time we were here that. The thing about the, the, the different groups that are formed is that they'd be of one mind, not not double-minded or not different gospel for different people. It was all one. There's no <coughs> private interpretation of scripture. Um, and so let, let's go to Acts. This former, the former treatise, have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach, until the day which he was taken up. After somebody else read, please. I'm not doing well. After that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen to whom he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. 
when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. But you shall receive power, and after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went into an upper room where abode Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon Zelotus, Zelotus and Judas, the brother to James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, uh, the number of names together were about 120. That's all right. There's another place where it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Um, what what happened to me when, when this happened? It, it's it was that when that's the first time I realized that the feast has something to do with what eff- efforts or revelation of Christ in different because it's the idea of being fulfilled blew my mind. And so that began this whole study of the feasts and what was fulfilled on each feast and what happened with each one. But I can't tell you how um, I went from being a pagan with no understanding of the Bible, never read the Bible, never, I'm not too sure I ever had one in my hand, to this incredible idea that the day of Pentecost or all of these were fulfilled. And, and, and so that's been the basis of everything I've taught since then, that everything was fulfilled. This was 2,000 years ago. Then what's going on? Why, why, why are we still, if they were fulfilled, what's going on? So, from then on, the study was seeing that every scripture in the New Testament is really the fulfillment of the Old Testament. And there wasn't, you've heard me say this many times, there there wasn't really two, there wasn't the old and the new, it was the the projected and the completion. And so, we can't understand the completion unless we understand we, 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 we'll just it'll glide right over us we, 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 we refuse 
in some way to see that it's fulfilled. And, and that, that has led us to this place where we're still not fulfilled. I mean, what's going on? And so, Somebody find the scripture where it says it gives the, the list first apostles and prophets. Tom, you're, you got your Antichrist machine, you can do it. Apostles, prophets. Pardon? Uh, first apostles and prophets, then. I need a, I need a word. I need a word that's going to make you What? Can you give me more of the seven things? First apostles. Then prophets. Then, then prophets. Just punch in first. Just punch in first. I can't do two words. You only do one word at a time. I need a word that's uncommon. Hmm. And teacher's a third one. Is it a blue letter Bible? I don't do two, letter, two words. Mine won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle workers, maybe. That's, you can only punch a few times. Okay. That's I think I got it. No, that's not it. This is what this is what God, happens when I don't. This is First Corinthians twelve twenty eight, and God has set some. In yeah, the that's church. right. First Corinthians. First Corinthians twelve. Oh, I picked pick a word that was going to be easier to find. Apostles and prophets wasn't going to make it. <clears throat> so starting uh, verse twenty seven of chapter 12 of Corinthians. Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. And God has set some in the church. First apostles, secondly, secondarily prophets, then teachers, after that miracles and gifts of of healings, helps and govern diversities of tongues are, are, are all apostles are all prophets are all teachers all workers of miracles have all the gifts of the healing of gifts of healing do all things without tongue with tongues God. ah Thirteen and read for a while. Somebody. Oh, I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity. I'm becoming a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. <coughs> Keep going. And though I bestow all my goods to be poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. 
Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself and is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked and thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. Okay, that's, that's good. That's where I wanted to stop. Yeah. <clears throat> when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. Now that included both the church, but it included each of us as individuals. When that which has come, when that which is perfect is come, and that which is in part shall be done away. Now we know in part, and blah, 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 on and on. So the whole ideas of our life is when we, we can't possibly understand what that meant until we experience it. When that which is perfect is come, then everything else is done away. Now, <laughs> the, the whole history of the church is because you come to a place where that which is perfect has come and that which is in part shall be done away. But, but for most of us, that which is perfect isn't come yet. Or if it is, <clears throat> we, we see it incorrectly. So, so the idea of seeing that when that which is perfect is come, then everything else is done away. And so there is nothing else to do. There's no more. There's, there's only the idea that when that which is perfect is come, then all that is which is, has been in part is done away. Now, the, for some script, that, that scripture just kept ringing in my head and in my heart. When that which is perfect in part, that shall be done. When that which is, you know, it's it's just <clears throat> because I th th remember now the first. 17 days after my conversion, I was <clears throat> doing a television talk show. And, and I, for me, that which is perfect has come and had come then. And it's never, it's never been not that. But I heard all these guys that were the evangelists of the day that came on as a, and they all had something left to do. They're, they're, they're all, everybody had something left to, there was more revelation or there was more this or there was more of that and, and, it, and no one understood when that which is perfect can, has come and that which is in part shall be done away 
and it bothered me. I was, you know, most of the people I thought in an interview, I thought they shouldn't even be teaching the Bible, much less. Anyway, so that that idea, that which imperfect has come already, there's nothing else to add to it. But we add to it all the time because we add our private interpretation of Scripture. And there is no private interpretation. And yet, that's what there is only, it's just about, there's only private interpretation. Not just in the body of Christ totally or universally, but in the body of Christ here. That which is, because, and the reason is that which is perfect hasn't come to them. Now, do you understand that as a predicate? When that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. And that's what each of us should see when that which is imperfect is come. Has that which is perfect come to you? And if it has, what does that mean? To me, it means there's nothing left to see, nothing left to do, except obedience to what has been seen. And that, that is a I soon found out that was a radical interpretation because everybody else that I talked to, I'm, and I'm a brand new believer. But to me then, that which is perfect has come and that has never changed in these 40 years or 50 years that I've been teaching. But do you see how important that is for you to see that which is perfect is come? There's nothing left to do then. Because that which is in per- which which is perfect, that which is the ideal, has come. Well, no- we, we've talked about it in terms of uh, Daniel nine, often too, like when Jesus said it's finished on the cross. It, that that means that means the same thing to me. That it, it's finished, it's perfect, it's done. <clears throat> My, man, that's what it that's what it means. Any that- work that I think that I'm going to do is not, you know. Right, but, but but that's what the whole point of that which is perfect has come. It was that which is perfect has come because he was both crucified and then raised from the dead. There's nothing left. And so if there's nothing left to do, there's nothing left to see except obedience to that which has come. And the question is that each of us has to ask us, has that which is, is perfect if it has come to you. If it hasn't, there's nothing wrong with it. It's it's because there's no private interpretation. You can't come up with your own ideas, but because that which is is perfect has come, hasn't come to them, then all you can teach is something other than the gospel. Well, um, and I probably am quibbling over words, but if it's finished, it is finished. It, it is finished, and there's no, nothing to change that. And so I've always, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this, that, you know, about scales on their eyes, and, you know, that revelation isn't, revelation isn't, you know, God coming down and giving you another 
another book to add to the thing. Revelation sometimes just to reveal what already existed so that you can actually see it. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily any different than what you're saying because you see what you do see if you're honest about it. You don't see what you don't see, which is also honest. And, and maybe that's, you know, all you do is ask for for uh, more of it to be revealed to you. Uh, and I can't go any further than that. That's, just, that's where my train of thought stops. And that's the perfect. That's the purpose of the pastor teacher is to teach that what this perfect has come. And so, but again, the, the point of it is, is there's nothing left to do, and there hasn't been anything left to do since Pentecost. What you do need again? Me? You? No, uh, I'm. Uh, the same words go around in my mind. You know, the same, the very same thing. It is, it is done since Pentecost. I, I, I have, I have, I hope of seeing more, and I'm waiting to see what happens. Well, <clears throat> I pray that I've been faithful to this, but that that's all I've ever taught. That which is perfect is come. Well, if the if the revelation comes from God, then you've done your part, and it's up to God to do His part, and it's up to me to be honest enough about what is revealed to me to not willingly shut my eyes to it. And again, I don't think there's any any place to go beyond that, other than to continue to present what you see and me to look at what I see and hope that it match up. Well, the reason we're talking about this is because, again, I'm re- I remembered last night, I didn't have a very good night, so I spent a lot of time thinking about or considering what all is going on and what all has happened. And it, I came to this idea, whether it's true or not, we'll see, that the only purpose of a teacher is to cause you to believe and see that it's all done. There's nothing else. There's, and it's been all done for these 2,000 years. Yeah. Um, I see a point that you're getting, I think I see a point that you're getting at. If we say that anything has to be done, then we're automatically on the wrong path because well, the thing we have to see that isn't done is repentance. Right, but I mean, the point is that outside of me, there's nothing that needs to be done. It's only the only thing that's inside of me that needs to be done to repent. And so anybody who tells me that there's something that has to be done is obviously got the same problem I do. They haven't seen enough to know where they're going. Well, and, and again, my I'm, I'm talking about my experience in those months and couple years when I was well it's about four years before I started really teaching and it was because you know I I interviewed <coughs> the most prominent people in the Christian church from all over the world over the years and in, in those those few years both in the in the um, in America and, and and the ones that were from other countries I remember very clearly a guy, his name was, was Lawrence Ladigbulu. 
and he was from Nigeria, and he was an, of the royal family um, in, in in Nigeria, and he. Um, He came to study it, but just study, not necessarily religion, at SMU. Um, but this thing started happening. He started seeing that which is perfect has come. And when he when that happened, he went back and joyfully told his uh, his his father, who was the king, and, and everyone who would listen to him, that that which is perfect has come is already. And not only does, did, did no one understand, his father, who was the, the chief in all of Nigeria, um, essentially disowned him because he taught, was teaching, that all that which is perfect has come. And so he ended up in really bad shape and went through massive amounts of of uh, turmoil and being essentially shunned by his family. But uh, why is it that we as people, as, as human beings, as believers, why do we don't see why we don't see that that which is perfect has come all the time. And the reason is, is we don't yet believe it. So, that's why Paul talks about this place, and he said, um, I can't remember what he said right now, but it, it was that he, he had to go and reteach the principles of the doctrine of Christ. <coughs> and, and, and that's really where I where I am right now and I, I, I have to go back and, 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 and show everyone that that which is perfect has come. And there's nothing left. There's nothing because it's struck me that everybody that, ha that doesn't want to see that that which is perfect has come don't want to see that because if that which is perfect has come in your life then you, 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 you really have nothing else to do except to, to say that if you don't see it you can't say it because you got you've got agendas that you don't want You know, I, I, I've wondered why we don't, if we know this, why, my God, there's there's never, there's never many people around the world that I know of that teach that which is perfect has come. So what's happening? What's happening is God's law can't and doesn't want to, I mean, if... if, if if you don't see that which is perfect has come, then if he came, boom, at this last point, if he appears, then we're not we're without hope. If you still think there's something left to do.
does that communicate? Do you understand what? Well, I understand what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> I have, you know, heard and thought about this before. You know, the idea that that you know I'm on this knife edge, and I'm, I believe at this moment, and I don't believe at that moment. I believe at this moment, don't believe at that moment. Tick tock, tick tock. If I'm at talk when God comes back, do I go straight to hell? No pass go, don't collect two hundred dollars. I mean, I deserve that, regardless of which side of TikTok I'm on. But I just can't, I just can't, I can't be, there's nothing in me that says that, that I had the ability to stay at TIC anyway. And so I don't worry about it. I mean, if if I'm, the hope that I have is that is that God will have enough mercy to, to uh, either make sure I'm on the side of TIC or, you know, cut me a little slack if I'm on the side of TOC. And maybe he won't, you know, but that's the only hope I could possibly have anyway. <coughs> it's not one safe, always safe, because I don't have any confidence in this concept. But because there's nothing in me that can allow that. Except repentance. Yeah. And if I repent this moment, now I'm in heaven. Or miss the next moment, and the world ends... It's just, it's just, I, I can't live there. I can't possibly live there. I would, I would live in, I would live in more, in, in too much fear to understand, to have any, want to have any meaning, uh, to want to have anything to do with God. But if you don't think, if you don't see it, you don't have fear. If well, you don't I see it, trouble with fear because I don't. No, no, listen, listen. Way. You don't have fear because all you do is repent. Yeah. Well. And that's not difficult. No, it isn't. But it doesn't mean I get it right all the time. No, of course not. That's not what the purpose of all of this purpose has come. Yeah. The perfect has come. What I want us to see is that I couldn't have seen all that is perfect has come if I had still something left to do in my mind. I had left something left to do either in the world or the church or whatever it is. All I can talk about is what I've seen. And, and and what 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 really happens if to those who don't see all that has come that's God's business as you said but that doesn't stop my zeal for preaching all that is perfect has come it's exactly the way it should be I have no idea what I think needs to be done I, I, I certainly don't believe that there's any lack of preaching the gospel around the world I don't believe that that there's anyone in darkest Africa who hasn't had it written on their heart and, you know, God will judge them fairer than I possibly could. I don't believe there's, you know, anybody who needs to be saved. There's any preaching that I need to do. I don't, you know, there's no, there's nothing to do. I don't know what I'm waiting for except to see more of what I've been seeing. And that's, you know, well, we, we talked about this on Sunday and the, the analogy was used it's like the most magnificent sculpture on the face of the planet and the sculptor reveals you a little bitty hole about this big and shows you which piece of it. each piece that you see is magnificent but you never see the whole thing and I kind of feel like that's the way God's doing it he reveals what he feels like revealing and I see what I see when I see it and I don't know if that's right or wrong well I mean if God hasn't kept us from seeing, 
Repentance, lack of repentance, is what we're seeing. Does that does that communicate? Yeah, yeah. It's all about repentance. The more I, the more I repent, the more I see. Yeah. You know, let's go to Ezekiel thirty-three. That, that's the point. The point is, before I go to Ezekiel thirty-three. If you've heard the fullness of the gospel, it's been if it's been taught. I'm not sure I've taught it all, but I've, I've taught as much as I know how to teach it. If you don't think that all that is perfect has come, then it's either my fault or your fault. There, there's is that because I haven't preached all? If I haven't preached all that is perfect has come, if there's something left to do. Then I'm going to apostate to everything I've seen. Well, I don't expect you to be perfect either. I expect you to do to do the best you can, you know, in terms of repentance and in terms of teaching. That's fine. All right. Well, anyway, I, I don't know why I'm studying this. Well, let's go to the other side. Go to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 33 again. Well, we're, we're, it's going to take us. It's already over over time. What I'd like to ask you to do is to to, to see if you don't believe what, all that is perfect has come, then what do you think it would be that would cause you to believe that all that is perfect has come? In other words, I'd, I'd, I'd like you to see it, to be to, to tomorrow to, to to honestly say, have I seen all that is perfect has come? And if I haven't, there's nothing wrong with it. Just but but be willing to talk about it tomorrow. Okay? Does that communicate? Yeah. Yeah. No. The fact of all that is perfect has come is there's nothing left to do except see. And so if you don't think that, if you don't think all of this perfect has come, be honest enough to say, I'm not, no, nobody's in trouble. I mean, it's just, it's, it is what it is. But if, if you can just see that from God's, let's put it, from God's stand, standpoint, all of this, all of this perfect has come, and he's been waiting up for us to repent from that, which is not, all I see, and, if, and that's if that's a, can be, can that be a predicate? Do you understand the predicate for what we're going to talk about tomorrow? 
All right, that's all I, I have to say. One comment in, in chapter 1, verse 8 on Acts, when Jesus said, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So it kind of summarizes right. what we're saying. There's nothing to do but as you've seen and witnessed, but that's by the Holy Ghost that empowers and causes that to happen. Because you don't you believe and speak. It's that's who you become. Well, the problem is, is that if you if you believe that all is teaching is perfect is come and you're teaching, then you have to teach that. And if that isn't all that is perfect is come, if you can show that all that is perfect isn't come, then you have a reason not to see it. You understand? It's nothing about what God is going to show me or not show me it is God has already shown us all of the spirit has come it's not whether the Holy Spirit is going to come over here and do this or that it's already done all of the spirit has come the question is is there something left for you to see that all of the spirit has come you can't say well I'm waiting for God to, to, to cause me to repent because it's already he's, he's <laughs> If you can identify something you need to repent of, and you can say that, you've got a lot of problems. I, I, you had your hand in your mouth. I couldn't understand you. If you can identify something you need to repent of, and you can say the statement that you just said, you've got a lot of problems. Right. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. For yeah. Absolutely right. If I can identify something I need to repent of, and I can say that, I would be in a big Trouble. Right. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Works for me. All right. Everybody understand the predicate. So I want you to, to see in your heart, or hearts, what you believe. If there's, if there's anything that you still, if you don't, if there's something you, you, you that would you, causes you to see that all that is perfect hasn't come. Because if it's come, you don't need the Holy Spirit. You need you. All right? All right, take it back. Maybe an interesting Bible study tomorrow. Take it big guy.